The following podcast is an RMG Media production. Welcome to the Renaissance Podcast, a podcast for Renaissance women and men who want to create a modern day renaissance in their life and business. We interview some of the most successful entrepreneurs and share their unique stories. Are you ready to create your renaissance? Cheers. All right. Cheers. Clink. So Walker has a Mill Creek beer. We're plugging our awesome client, Mill Creek Brewing in Nolensville, Tennessee. Sponsored by Mill Creek? Not officially. Not officially. We love them. KP, come on the podcast. It's KP's birthday. Happy birthday, KP. Oh, happy birthday, KP. Yeah. Yeah. We got him some cookies. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We got him. He's one of our clients, and we got him some uh, cookies that have, like, his favorite things. Like, he likes the Nike Air Jordan. What are they called? I never know. What are those shoes? Nike Air, Air Maxes. Air, yeah, he yeah. loves those. And then he loves German Shepherds. And then he loves, um, obviously, his beer. And there was one other thing. But we had our um, sh- Sugar Drop uh, Tennessee Bakery here in yeah. Franklin that I love. And they did his cookies. So anyway, random client plug. But welcome back to the podcast. Yeah. We are doing a solo episode today. Um, Walker and I are really excited. We really love doing these solo episodes because I think we've talked in the past about how Walker and I just never together. We never stop talking about business. We never right. stop talking about our business and just we're just really excited about all the momentum and just things happening right now at Renaissance. And so the title of today's episode, what we're going to be talking about um, is five steps to hiring your dream team, mm-hmm. which is really cool that we're having that as our podcast episode today, because I feel like we've done that. I feel like we have this team right now who is just so kick-ass. Yeah. We've got some great well, people. And we're changing so much. You know, it's... uh we talked about it a little bit in the intro last week, just about kind of our restructure and everything that we're doing. Um, so that kind of sparked this. We're in we're in deep hiring mode right now. We're bringing on a shit ton of people, honestly. Yeah. So what a better time than to talk about building your dream team. Yeah. And I think um, I get a lot of questions from people that, you know, see us on social media and, and my friends that are other business owners and they text me and they send me voice memos and they're like, Hey girl, um, need your help on hiring advice. I have a couple of girlfriends that regularly come to me for hiring advice, which I always want to say, go to Walker. Actually, I have said that to a couple of them. I'm like, you just need to text my brother because he really <laughs> handles our hiring. But it, it's in the past been kind of a joint effort. But we've kind of been in the hiring game for four or five, five years since 2018. Five, yeah. um, and that was when we, um, you know, hired our first employee and it's just been a journey ever since then. And we've just like every company had highs and lows with uh, people that we've brought on, you know, we've had some, you know, people it didn't work out with and you know, that, that happens no matter where you go. But then we've had people that have been here for a long time and um, people that, had been with us from the very beginning, but then, you know, ended up changing industries or moving to different states. And, you know, those people we still have really great relationships with, which is great because um, I am totally someone that when someone wants to leave a company or whatever because of, you know, whatever reason, like it doesn't have to be ugly. It doesn't have to be bad. It's like, it's totally fine. No, it doesn't. I mean, I don't know. I think there's like a lot of things that when we first started bringing people on, we were... I think we always thought that like that person would be with us forever or that like anyone on our team is going to be with us forever. And of course that's what you want. Like you want longevity out of anyone, like bringing new people on sucks. (laughs) It's, it's great. It's wonderful, like exciting and fun thing. 
but it's also a lot of work. There's a lot of cost to it, a lot of training, a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of investment, and it always pays off for the most part. But like, also you kind of have to know, like, they're not as dedicated as you are. It's not their business. Yeah. We had a hard time understanding that and a lot of like frustration that came from that. And I think we've done a really good job of like dropping a lot of our frustrations with certain things and understanding like people are just like, these are employees. They're not a business owner. Yeah. And I think that going into hiring, and this is part of the five steps that we're going to talk about, but going into hiring, I think that is something you need to know as a business owner. No one, unfortunately, is going to care as much about your business as you do. So I think as long as you know that from the the get-go, that doesn't mean that you can't inspire and motivate and have really awesome team members. Like, you totally can do that. But I think just in the back of your mind, know that you're going to get your heart broken, unfortunately. And I've had my heart broken from people that I thought were going to be with us forever. And they're like, I'm moving or I'm, you know, this or that. And I'm like, golly. And it, it, it does break your heart, but that's because as a business owner, this is your baby. This is your life. I mean, it's for me, Renaissance is my identity. Well, it's also easy to have an ego with it too. And be like, you want to leave this? Yeah. And then you wait, it's so good. Well, then you have to take a step back and be like, we drink. (laughs) Maybe it's not good. You know, maybe there's like we've learned more about what we needed to do as a company from people that are no longer with us. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And we um, we recently did employee surveys. Um, We did anonymous employee surveys, which, you know, some things, to be honest with you, were hard to read for me just because, you know, there were some people that were like, you know, super honest about things that they wanted to see change or whatever. Bring the dogs. <laughs> that, that was one of them which really broke my heart. But um, you know, it was me. <laughs> I was it Walker. Was uh, no, the dogs are annoying as shit. So I totally yeah. understand that. <laughs> but I think that that's a, an important thing. If if you want to be known, especially as a company that um, has a really positive culture. Um, I think the employee feedback is so important. If you Mm -hmm. don't care about that, then whatever. It's your business. You don't have to hear from your employees. But I think for Walker and I – But I think if you're going to have success with a team, you got to be open to hearing from them. Yeah. Like honestly, I think if you actually want to like – if you're in the stage of like you haven't even hired anyone and you're like afraid to get feedback from your customer list or clients or whoever or even your team – yeah. You're yeah, exactly. <laughs> you no, know, honestly, you've got to be open to it. That's and where a big part of dropping the ego. Ego. Comes you it's the biggest thing with, yeah. with business is you have to wake up every day knowing like that you are gonna hear bad news that day. I yeah. wake up every single day and think that. And you oh, just have yeah. to it's how you handle it that counts. It's yeah. how you tackle it. Like with employee stuff, if you hear negative feedback on something that's happening, you know, it's really hard. You're juggling so much as a business owner that it's impossible for you to know exactly where everyone stands in the business, how right. happy every single person is. And so by doing these surveys um and having quarterly reviews and having, you know, monthly meetings with your team on just how's it going and getting that feedback, yeah. you're then going to learn from the inside standpoint of the business. Like you're going to have eyes and ears on like right. what people want to see changed. And sometimes it's it's little things. Sometimes yeah. it's not even big things. Sometimes it's just like, hey, can we, you know, get reimbursed for this or whatever. Something yeah. you maybe didn't even think or about. Or can we meet more frequently or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy to hear like. And little changes that you can do that make such a big difference for your people yeah. that are helping you with, with running the company. And so it doesn't that, mean that like collectively they all love or hate one thing a lot of the times what one person loves another person might not so that's it's just like it it lets you learn people a little bit better which i think at the end of the day like 
building the team is like such a you're just like I feel like constantly selling your business to the team. Yeah. You know, you have to like sell that you to do. it's kind of like selling it to your clients, but you have to like sell the job to them. And that's a big I mean, we're gonna dive into all these things. We are. We probably we're like kind of we it. do, yeah, because right now we're just and we're just throwing info out there. But we have a right. whole structure to like five things that make Help the most sense. Help you hire your your dream team, yeah. basically. So, um, all right. So number one, in order to find your dream team, or, or and when we say team, we realize a lot of our listeners might just need to hire one person. So this is applies to really any yeah. any size of any business. Right. These tips apply to yeah. so five steps. Use it for five steps for hiring your first person or building your team, whatever it may be, whatever size of your business, whether you have one employee, no employees, right, hundred. This applies to everything. So yeah. the first one, know who you are as a business. Know your mission. Know your ethos. Be confident in who you are and what you offer so that you can attract the right candidates who align morally with your mission and values. Yeah. So before you even think about bringing on a team member, you need to make sure that you know what the heck your business means. And everyone's different. Yeah. Like for us, I, you know, I want to attract um, people that are super creative because we have a really, that's all her, our whole business being creative. I want to attract people that, you know, do the right thing and have integrity. Um, and, and I want to attract people that have good morals and who also love empowering other business owners and supporting other entrepreneurs. Cause that is our ethos here yeah. at Renaissance. And then also people that want to do fun shit. Yeah. We do some really fun shit here at Renaissance. Yeah, but then like one of like we have our core values. And like we've talked about that in other podcasts about how important it is if you're going to market your business, have like core values for your business, that way you actually know what the hell it is that you're marketing. Yeah. But the same thing goes with hiring. And they, they don't have to be like in a document and like perfect with little graphics and everything, but like who are you as a core? Yeah. Like for us, it's collaboration is key. Yep. We collaborate every day, our entire team collaborates every day. Everything is Together. That's yeah. why we have an office. That's why we come in nine to five. Um, find the joy. Find the joy, which I think is the most important. It's what Sydney just said. We do fun shit, so find the joy. Whether you're uh, going out and making TikTok and real content, like hopefully you're able to find the joy. Hopefully you really love doing that. And whether it's, uh, you know, going out and creating a unique piece of content or, uh, you know, whatever. Anyway, I'm talking about our whole team here. But those are the th like our core values are who we are, and we want to find those the people. Third one. Oh yeah, do whatever it takes. Yeah, we need to yeah, yeah. finish that. But those right. are our core values. But I think honing in on your core values, yeah. honing in on your mission statement is so important. Like Walker said, it doesn't have to be overwhelming, but just know who you are as a company, so that when you're doing the interviews with employees, you're able to be like, hey, this is who we are. Right. Like this is this is you know what we stand for. This is what we're really passionate about. This is where we we want to go as a company. Um, and I think that that's going to, once you've aligned on that, um, and what your vision statement is for your entire, you know, the trajectory of the next, you know, two, three, four, five years of your yeah. company, you're going to attract those right people. And you're going to weed out the people that aren't a good right. fit. You know, like for us, we try to really let people know we're a startup, you know, we re and this kind of goes into, um, one of our other points, but like we really try to let people know where we are um, as a company, like financially and all of that, because I think that that is really important too when right. you're hiring so that you you don't come off looking bigger than you are. Um, so step number two is figure out what you need and be honest with yourself. Like what 
do you actually like if okay, make sure when you're hiring, because I think it's easy to do this as a business owner. You get overwhelmed really quickly when you start a company. You just instantly think, okay, I need to hire. Or yeah, you finally start getting traction. You start I mean, getting like, traction and then you're instantly like, I need to hire. But it's like, okay, that's a huge financial yeah. investment. Even if you're paying someone an hourly wage, whatever, that's money out the door. And, you know, it takes some time to train people too. And you gotta remember you gotta have money to train these people. And like it's there's just a lot of costs involved with hiring that people don't know about yeah or there's think about well there's a, a ton of hidden costs but i mean even outside of that just like you have to you really do have to be honest with yourself like are do are you actually in a position where you need to hire to get to that next step or is it just a busy season right. and you're a month away from really slowing down and being like shit i actually didn't, didn't need to bring, need this, to person bring on. this person on yeah. like you like young businesses and i mean again it can vary like this is probably more relevant to someone who's making their first hire not trying to build out their team that maybe they already have two or three people but uh i mean maybe you don't need to hire that fourth person or maybe you really don't at this moment need to hire that first person yeah start small too yeah. if you're like I'm kind of starting to get overwhelmed, but I don't want to commit. You know, the first thing I did when I started Renaissance and we started gaining traction was in 2018 and I brought Mindy on. Mm -hmm. uh, I knew I needed someone who could do graphics because that ain't my wheelhouse. I cannot do a freaking graphic. Walker's laughing because he knows I can't do graphics. Yeah. And so I sort of said to Mindy, you know, we met on LinkedIn and we connected. We had a mutual connection. She and I met um, at a coffee shop in East Nashville. And I just said, hey, here's where I here's yeah. where I'm at. Uh, I can pretty much pay you $15 an hour for, you know, 20 hours a week. That's pretty much the only thing I can afford right now. What do you say? And right. and I said, I, I need someone who can make, like we, I was doing, I was working with inf a lot of influencers at that time. And I said, they reached out to me and said, can you do me, a me uh, can you create a media kit for me? And the entrepreneur that I am, I just said, yes, yeah. I could make a media kit, save my fucking life. But I was like, Absolutely. I will make a meet. Shit. I got to go hire. Yeah. Jumped on. Like found Mindy. Had that meeting. She started making media kits for me. And she right. was just a part-time graphic designer, a white labeled or right. whatever. And then, um, you know, throughout the trajectory of Renaissance, ended up hiring her. She was our creative director for a while. Um, and she really – she was here four and a half years. Yeah. Um, you know, so uh, – yeah, I, I think that where I'm going with that is like you just need to figure out if it makes sense yeah. for your business. You really need to write it down. Right. Well, and like I feel like with with Mindy and like with her, with that hire, I mean it kicked – like you probably – like there's so many different ways she, you could have gone about it. Like you could have jumped on Fiverr and found someone who could have done it for the same amount of money and you know, whatever amount of time. You didn't. But like there are a lot of different options out there. So like this kind of goes back to like what season are you in? Are you actually just getting very busy to the point where you need to hire Such or like point. are you just busy for this time and that's it? Yeah. You know, so like you could hop on Fiverr or like let's say you're looking for marketing. You could hire an agency. You could like do all these other things that may save you a little bit of money. But maybe you do need to just bring someone on who can help you in-house and then later on you can kind of get there. Like yeah. with Mindy, I think it was kind of a timing thing. It was kind of perfect. And we'd say it a lot with entrepreneurs like when you know, you know. And I think it was that similar situation. Yeah, I just had a gut feeling. Where it was like we need you need to bring someone on and then start building out. Um, because there's kind of a, a thing with hiring as well. It's like it drive it. You have other people to feed essentially. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. not just you at that point going from solopreneur to entrepreneur, right. essentially building a team. Right. Um, yeah. You, a lot more. You have people that depend on you. 
Yeah, it's, your work depends on on feeding them. Yeah, you have to remember, even if you're starting small with hiring someone, that eventually one day, you know, it's going to be you know the livelihood that you yeah. are responsible responsible for, and that's a huge, 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 um, you know, something you have to just have every single day. And um, yeah, so I think it's really important to just be really honest with yourself. Don't be extra bougie um, with thinking, oh, I need an assistant. Like you may not yeah. be in the stage in your business where you need an assistant. Yeah, I think a, a big part of that is like you gotta if you're considering like an assistant or kind of like a bougie hire, I guess. Like yeah. if you're like, oh, I'm just so swamped. Like with, a luxury hire. With time, you know, there's three of us I need to do. If I need to get to that fourth person because they'll do this, they'll do that. I think you got to go and like, uh, there may be a time and a place where like, yeah, that's true. You need to hire someone else. But like also you've got to, that's where like drop your ego and take a look at your systems in place, like from an operational standpoint, because that's where it may be flawed. Like you may be overworking people because you do need to hire someone else or just change their roles. Or you could just like get new softwares and systems that make your life a whole lot easier. Or you could pay like a virtual assistant that's, you know, $10 an hour or a few hundred bucks a month. So you may not need to hire someone in, in-house. Yeah. I think that leads us to point number four is about financials. Number four, yeah. Make sure you can afford it. Yeah. The hidden costs and the overhead that come with hiring that you don't think. You think, oh, I'll just Venmo this person, whatever. You know, so you, if you have them, especially if you have a full-time person, mm-hmm. there is a lot. And you can speak on that more than me. So we're back. We had to take a quick break because Sydney had to jump on a call. And um, I guess I needed another beer. So we're back. And it's just me. But I'm going to finish it up. So Sydney had left off saying, uh, you know, make sure you can afford it. We were kind of getting ready to talk into that topic. Um, and we were getting ready to talk about the hidden costs. Um, there's a lot. Just to be perfectly honest with you, when it comes to hiring someone, it costs a lot more than you expect, Um, whether you're going to pay someone hourly or you're going to pay them a salary. You kind of really have to think about what that means, Uh, and you have to figure out what makes the most sense for you and your business. You could – excuse me. You could look to bring them on as a contractor, which I think – in some cases makes the most sense uh, if you're looking to make your first hire – and that's kind of what we're talking about here. If you've already hired someone, you at least kind of know. Um, but you do have to kind of think about, like, if you're bringing your second or third person on or fourth or fifth or sixth, um, you kind of have to know what you're getting into because your payroll goes up a lot depending on what you're uh, paying someone. Um so then you have to start thinking about, okay, what are my taxes going to look like? So depending on how you're registered as a business, you're going to have to pay payroll taxes um, or how you're paying each employee. You're going to have to pay uh, monthly and quarterly payroll taxes. Uh, you have to make sure that you're meeting uh, your state and federal requirements for what you're paying people. So there's actually like a minimum amount that you're able to pay someone as a salaried employee. So you have to make sure that you're paying them above that if you're looking to bring someone on salary. Um, you also have to know, like, honestly, you have to just be able to be competitive. Uh, no one's going to come and work for you for minimum wage. They're just not. Um, and it's it's just not a whole lot of money. So you have to think about who and what position you are trying to bring on. If you're trying to bring on your marketing manager, we have to look at like what the average salary is for that position and see if you can afford something close to that. Um, and this is, we're going to kind of jump into the next topic, which is transparency, which can help you kind of find the right person that may understand where you are financially and why you can't meet those minimums. Um, but you do have to kind of be aware of 
where they're going to be expecting and kind of what people's, uh, you know, uh, skill levels are and what they want to make. So definitely be aware of that. Uh, the taxes alone are enough to scare anyone from hiring. So again, going back to what I was talking about earlier, understand if you're just in a season of growth and you actually need to bring someone on, or if you're just busy right now and you should maybe look at your systems and operations to see if you can either like hire a virtual assistant, bring on an agency or whatever it may be, depending on what you're looking for. Um, or freelancers and contractors are usually a good way to go. Um, there's pros and cons to that. We could do a whole episode on hiring someone or versus pro, you know, hiring a contractor to help. Um, and again, I kind of just think it's where you are in your business and, and what you really need ultimately. But you don't have to pay contractors. Uh, you know, you don't have to give them benefits. You just pay them, you know, X amount per month or however they decide to do it. Um, and it's usually a lot more affordable that way. You don't have to worry about their taxes either. And you get to write it off at the end of the year. So yes, you get to write off each employee and, uh, your payroll and it's going to help you at the end of the year when you, when it's tax season. But also, uh, there are just a bunch of costs that you don't even really think about. Then you also have to start thinking about HR and compliance. There's really a whole lot that you really have to deal with. So be aware of that. That's enough to scare anyone. Um, I think even just outside of that, one of the best pieces of advice that I ever got, uh, kind of when I first started with Renaissance, but really like the best piece of professional leadership advice I got was from one of my good friends who's an accountant. And, uh, you know, he's, he's seen a lot of businesses not work out. And he told me, it was kind of when we were starting to really first hire people. He was like, be careful with hiring. I see more businesses go bankrupt from hiring people than any other reason. And that was really eye-opening to me. Um, I At that point, it kind of launched me into scarcity mindset. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to hire someone unless they're the right person or they're bringing something to the table that makes – our company more profitable or allows us to add more services or increase our price or anything like that. Like I was not going to add someone unless I saw immense value from them. Uh, and I'm fortunate enough to say that's exactly who we have on our team right now. Everyone adds so many different levels of value to us in every different area. Um, and it served us incredibly well. So always be cognizant of that. I think that's a big thing that people don't really think about, but you don't want to bring someone on if you're in that season of you're not really increasing your business you're just busy hire that person and then you slow down and then you have to fire that person or let them go and then now they're coming after you after unemployment things of that nature so just be careful um okay that brings us to our next point which is transparency so you may be thinking walker i'm a startup i can't afford to pay you know the top of the line salary but i need to find people and you're also saying no one's going to care as much as uh, I do about my business. Well, that's true. This is where transparency comes into play. It is so important for you guys, if you're looking to hire, if you're looking to bring your first person on or a young startup and you're looking to bring your third, fourth, fifth person on, to be incredibly transparent with where you are as a business. It's easy for your brain to trick yourself into thinking you are bigger than you are uh, when you're hiring people and you're in this like kind of growth and scaling mindset. Um because I get it, we're there too. So it's easy to trick your brain and think, okay, I'm bigger than I am. I need to bring on this person and that person is going to make my life easier. Um, 
and that's maybe true, but you need to be transparent with these people and let them know exactly where you are. So whether you're not at that financial goal where you want to be, but you're on track to being there at the end of the year, you got to let them know that. Uh, let them know that the hours are long. Uh, let them know that you're here financially and this is why the position isn't as much, but here's what your growth is. Uh, I think that's incredibly important and something that we're always telling people and again, kind of selling to to new hires is like, we understand that this may not be a traditional type of job. You may have to work past five or you may have to come in earlier. You may have to work at home a little bit later, but we're different because of this. And we, we explain everything that makes us different as a company. Um, we don't lie about those things. They're all very true. But we let them know up front within the interview process of exactly what they're going to get themselves into. And, uh, you know, we let them know, like, here's what we're able to start you out as a salary right now. And then, like, here's our process for raises and the frequency in which you get raises and, uh, you know, bonuses and commission and things like that. We're always very upfront with it. Um, you know, something for us, team of our size, where we have, you know, anywhere between eight to 10 people at any given time, we are, uh, you know, maybe not able to provide the highest salary possible, but what you can do as a business is maybe offer better benefits. If you're looking to bring your first person on, um, you know, you may be able to offer that person 15 days off or whatever, or maybe PTO isn't within your realm, but you could do a higher salary and then just a different PTO structure. There's kind of a few different ways you could go about it, but I don't want any of this to scare anyone. Um, it's, I think hiring someone is probably the scariest thing that you can do besides starting your business. Um, but I don't, I don't want this to scare anyone. I just want them to know like, okay, here, here are the things to kind of look out for. Um, and definitely, you know, like transparency is a, a big one, uh, that can help you maybe bring on the right person at a lower rate, but you're also going to find the right people through that. Just tying kind of everything that we've talked about so far back together, um, you know, if you can be upfront and honest with your potential new hire or your team or anything, um, you're going to quickly find out if they're the right person. If you're upfront about saying, hey, I can't pay you with is within your salary range, but I can pay you this um, and they accept it, you've sold them on everything that you've been trying to sell them on. They're sold on you. They're sold on the product that you're selling, the service that you're selling, the culture that you're selling. They're sold on you, which is great. You've done it. Good job. Um, we're very fortunate that like the people that we've brought on, uh, you know, we've been able to give frequent raises to and, uh, you know, have them grow alongside of us and teach them and continue to educate them. Um, but they've also understood from day one what they're getting into. And they're like, hey, that all sounds great. I actually love that. I love that you know, it is a fast paced environment. We don't work in cubicles and you're, we're actually out on the field, creating content, meeting clients and having a good time. Like they get it. They like the grind. They want to hustle. Um, and you know, that's what, those are the exact people that we want. Uh, so transparency can get you a long way. No one likes fake shit. Don't be fake. We're going to pull that for a soundbite. All right. Last thing, which I think a lot of people come to us and ask is where do we find everyone? Um, many places. LinkedIn is great for our, our world. Um, again, it just kind of depends on who your business is and what you're looking to do. But LinkedIn has been fantastic. Uh, believe it or not, our Instagram has been great. 
and our website, we get uh, we get a lot of people that DM us and ask when we're hiring. Uh, we'll get a lot of people that email our careers email and ask us when we're hiring. Or if they see a job opening uh, pop up on LinkedIn, they'll apply through LinkedIn, send us an email, send us a DM. They come from all over. Um, and I think a big part of that is due to kind of what we've built and, and the culture that we're kind of bringing to the table and, and everything that we're trying to do. I think that that adds a lot to it. Um, and that's taken years for us to develop. Uh, the brand, everything has taken years for us to kind of figure out and learn from. Um, so I definitely think, you know, if you're really trying to build a place that you want to hire and build a team and build, uh, a place that's going to drive someone's career forward and drive yourself forward, focus on what we've talked about of knowing yourself, know your core, um, and make it a place that people would want to work and then they'll come, um, it's a, you know, make it a fun environment. And I, I think a big part of why everything that we do is so appealing is, well, Sydney and I aren't traditional. We're college dropouts, brother and sister. Um, you know, we have kind of built everything on our own. Um, but we also really like to have fun because why wouldn't you, why would you want to work a job that sucks? So <laughs> we just don't do that. Um, so anyway, we kind of have taken everything that we've thought about and implemented that into a workspace and it works. Um, and it's, you know, we've found a bunch of young, talented people that are new to their careers and want to move to the next level. And, you know, we want that next level to be with us. And so they see this as an opportunity to grow, learn, uh, make mistakes, but learn from the mistakes and, uh, yeah, I think that's a big part of why we get so many applicants or why, you know, it'll be kind of sought after. So make your make your business fun, make it a place that people want to work, make it a place that you would want to work uh, if you were applying. I think that needs to go into your job description. Like we try and implement like all of these things that we talk about within our job descriptions that we put up for postings on LinkedIn or wherever we put them. Um, you know, our first kind of intro will be a blurb about who we are at Renaissance, where we've come and where we're growing to. Uh, we're, we're always very open about kind of our financial growth that we've experienced so people can see that the trajectory that we're on is very, uh, it's moving, I'll say. We're, in, we're moving in the right direction in a good way. We're, we're very open just from the get-go, uh, and I think that's why people apply. I think they can kind of sense it through our job description. So I think instead of just like, putting something out there to put something out there, think about it. I mean, the unemployment rates and just like people, like people through the pandemic left jobs or, or were let off of their job and now they're looking for new work. But also so many people have learned that like they're done with bullshit. They don't, you know, want to deal with annoying bosses or they don't want to have to go to the office and there are different types of things. Like certain people are different. So Think about all that when you're hiring. Is it remote? Is it going to be in person? Like there's different benefits to anything else. And you, and you kind of just got to think through all those things for your business. Those are kind of the keys for for building your dream team. I mean, just ripping through the list from from start to finish, just the, the kind of key takeaways. Know who you are. Know yourself. You got to know yourself before you can bring anyone else on. Uh, drop the ego. A lot of people got to drop their egos. Because ego is going to get you in trouble. So that kind of goes hand in hand. Um, figure out what you need. Be honest. Again, be honest. 
if you have an ego about it and you think, oh, I'm too good to do this, I need to hire someone to do it for me, you're in trouble. You got to you gotta shelf that and understand like, okay, hiring this person is going to cost like 20% more than I thought it actually was going to or maybe 50% more just depending on what the role is and what you need out of them. You may need to just do that thing yourself or find a contractor. There's a lot of resources out there and a lot of young people that are hungry for work. So figure out what you need. Make sure you can afford it. Again, a lot of hidden costs involved with hiring someone. And then transparency. If you can't afford the premium, be transparent about why you can't and when you'll be able to. That's what will help you find the right person. Um, and then, yeah, where to find them? Build the business, and honestly, they'll come to you. Uh, build the build the place that people want to work, and they'll sh- they'll come to you to apply. They'll just email you, uh, and that's how you'll find the right people. Find the people that really really love what you're doing, uh, you know, or you just be the person that is you know that loves what you're doing. Post about it, and then say, hey, I'm hiring. If anyone wants to come work, and once you have your brand and your following, someone will come out. Um, but I mean. Keys, LinkedIn, Indeed, Instagram, they're the keys. Uh, but just make your job listing fun, exciting, and uh, be truthful, and, and people will come and, and want to work for you. I think that's it. I think I'm going to wrap up because doing a solo podcast is not as fun as doing it with someone else, and I don't enjoy this. So I hope that you all have gotten some value on this last leg of the journey. Um, if you have any questions, send us an email. We would love to hear from you. And uh, I'm just going to go ahead and wrap it up. But cheers, everyone. Have a great week. And uh, here's to Monday.